Leading the rebellion from the corporate nine to five. You are now listening to the Maniac Mentor Monday Motivation Podcast. So Matthew, what's a, what's a good formula for taking negativity and throwing it in the pot with all the other stuff, stirring it up and putting some heat to it and making it into a success? If you have haters, then you know you're doing the right thing. Mm. This is your Maniac Mentor Monday Motivational Podcast with your hosts, Matt and Jeff. And this is episode 60, count them down, baby. 6-0. That's right. And this episode, we're going to kick off with a quote. And that quote is, the number one reason people fail in life is because they listen to their friends, families, and neighbors. Napoleon Hill. Boom shakalaka. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Ouch. Well, I tell you, you know, Jeff, it's like I've said this before and I'm going to say it again because I just love saying this. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and most of them stink. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful which assholes you listen to, right? <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, on the other hand, you need to try and surround yourself with the right kind of people. The kind of people that want to see you succeed and they wouldn't give you any advice that they wouldn't take themselves. Those are your true friends. You know, those are your your go-to team. Because the worst thing that you could do is take advice from someone who is worse off than you. <laughs> it's like Yeah. Right? It's like uh it's like a, a person that's 100 pounds overweight and they're not doing anything about it and then they're trying to tell you how to lose weight. Yeah, that's going to go <laughs> over like a Led Zeppelin, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'll go over like a fart in church. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the next time someone tries to tell you what you should or shouldn't do in business, especially if they are discouraging you from pursuing your dreams, how about this? How about you just ask them, How's that advice working for them? And then see what they say. Oh, yeah. And maybe it doesn't matter what they say, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Visit ManiacMentor.com and connect on Instagram at ManiacMentor. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Okay, today we are talking about channeling negativity. Yes. Because it's out there. And sure uh, as Matthew said, everybody's got an opinion and they're all stanky. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> they're all based on an incomplete set of information or facts. Nobody's yeah. got the full picture, right? So right. people are going to be negative towards you. And man, this is something I didn't even have in my notes, but I just want to you know, pop it in there. And this is what I've just been noticing this a lot, okay? Because when you're building a business, and you're talking to a lot of people, you start to notice there's little patterns out there. And one of the patterns, Matt, that I've been noticing mm. is the people who are skeptical. The oh, people yeah. who are skeptical are the same people who are ignorant because you don't have to be <sighs> skeptical, okay? If you have a little voice inside your head that says this isn't right, don't listen to your skepticism. Go research it, okay? Go get yeah. the facts. 
Okay. Don't just form an opinion based on your skepticism. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of people, man. I, a lot of people are like, totally skeptical about stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're skeptical. I automatically know now. It's unfortunate. And I'm sorry to be judgmental, but I don't want to do business with you if you're a skeptical person because you're not the type of person that's willing to do the work to actually do the research and find out if what I'm telling you is true or not. Yep. So. As far as channeling negativity, you know, what we're talking about here, guys, uh, you probably already know what this is. You know, we know, Matt, we know our listeners yeah. are very intelligent people, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. These are smart Super people. Smart. So, so we're going to get back to that first episode where we told you, you know, maybe you just need, you've already got this down pat, but you think of somebody right now, you're like, you know what? I know XYZ person needs to hear this. And so you bring them in, you say, hey, come on over for a cup of coffee. And they come in and you slap some duct tape over their mouth and tape them down to the chair and you put this on and make them listen to it because <laughs> they, they're letting other people's negativity rule their whole world, man. And they did 100, 100 posts on Facebook every day, blah, blah, woe is me, right? And yep. so they're not channeling the negativity that's coming their way into something that's creative and powerful. And yes. how do you do that, Matt? How do you? Ch what do you do to channel when? Because I know you you're dealing with tons of people. A lot of them are negative. What do you do with it? Uh, well, okay. So honestly, I just shut them out. I've gotten to the point to where I just like shut people out. You you really can't. Your negativity just kind of you know that old saying when you're in grade school. I'm rubber. Your glue it bounces off of me and sticks onto you. You know that's kind of like how I am with people's negativity. But. Yeah. You know, I, th there's a lot of times, and that's easy to do. Well, okay, it's easy for me to do, but for so a lot of people, it's hard because um, you, you, care what people think and some of this negativity can be coming from your you know your friends your family your your close ones but you need to remember that quote that napoleon hill said in the beginning of this you know mm -hmm. don't I, I mean unless you have uh an uncle who is wealthy very successful and he's doing good for himself and he's actually trying to give you advice to help you and maybe it's not what you want to hear then maybe you should listen yeah. to him because he's like he's got his shit going on but <clears throat> most of the time that's that's not the case. And this can happen whether you're, if you're doing an MLM or if you're not doing an MLM, maybe you are like a, a nurse, right? And you're just like the best damn cupcake baker in the, the whole town. And you're like, man, I want to start a, a, a little cupcake cupcakery type thing. And people are like, oh, <laughs> yeah. but but you make so much good money being a nurse and you get to help all the people. And, you know, why would you want to do that? You went to school, you went to college and da, 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 da. you know, screw them. If it's your passion, yeah. if it's your passion and it makes you happy and you can't stop thinking about it, then that's what you need to pursue. You need to start right. devising a plan so that way you can start doing that. So what do you do? Oh, man, when you get this negative energy, how do you turn it into positive? That is an art. That is, some people can do it immediately. So uh, there are people out mm -hmm. there that are just gifted. They can do that immediately. Um, mm -hmm. I can take uh, a negative, um, I can take a negative situation and I'm really good at looking at the positive of things. And, you know, but what I kind of do, and, and, and this is something that I've, I've even helped my wife do with her business too, is like, you know, you have to understand or at least try to understand, put yourself in the other person's shoes. You have to see where they're coming from, right? So, you know, uh, my wife didn't get a whole lot of negative energy, but there was skepticism when she started her business. But I was just like, hey, think about it. You come from a long line of graduate, 
being alumni, go to college, get a great job working, you know, climb the corporate ladder and have your own quote unquote success that way. There's nobody in your whole history of your livelihood or of your family, as far as you know, that has Mm -hmm. started their own business. So really, come on, what can you expect them to say? What can you really expect them to say? They don't know anything else. And, And for the majority of people that are talking out of their ass at you, they don't know anything else. All they know is their nine to five grind and, you know, their weekly, bi-weekly, monthly paycheck and their pension and their retirement and their, you know, all this other stuff. That's all they know, right? So come on, you yeah. can't really expect a lot from them. But those are the people that you need to limit your your exposure to. And those are also the people, after you've had your first experience with them, those are the people who are like, okay, well, you're the one that... Uh, I'm, I know that I can't talk about my business and my goals with. You're also the one that I can't, I'm not going to bounce any opinions off of you or ask for your opinion for any of these things. You just know. You automatically classify them. Okay, that's cool. Thank you. I get it. And I'm not going to talk to you about that anymore. We can be friends. We can go right. have coffee, drink beer, or have you know family time, but I'm not going to do that anymore with you. What yes. do you think about that? Yes. I, I think that makes good yeah, absolutely. It does have so much to do with upbringing, you know, and and the truth is of the human condition. I keep hearing varying numbers on this, but there's some some say that, you know, in the upwards of during our childhood, we hear the word no like 15,000 times yeah. in our upbringing from the time that we're born till the time we turn 18. That's yeah. pretty insane, man. And so <clears throat> so you figure after hearing it all those times that uh, we would be accustomed to Understanding that, hey, you know, hearing the word no doesn't necessarily mean that bad things are to come. It doesn't necessarily mean that we can't do it just because somebody says no. And so I kind of want to take this next part to to focus on something that's already out there. It's not my concept. It's not my idea. But And this is sort of more geared towards people who are doing what I'm doing, which is building an MLM. And I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners that that's that's what they're involved in. Not everybody. And we're not trying to exclude people that aren't. But specifically, there's this concept called go for no. In other words, in order to build a big MLM, you have to fail a lot. You have to go for, you know... 20, 30, 50 exposures. If you can get 50 exposures in a day for 12 months, you're going to be making $100,000 a month. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just a fact, you know, because you're going to get that good at it and that good at being rejected. You need being rejected and handling rejection is a skill. And yeah, so man. going for no is just, you know, write no 30 times on a piece of paper for that day and circle it every time somebody says no, boom, cool, I got another one. Good, I got another yeah. one, got another one. Because if, if you get that many no's, you are that much closer to a bunch of yeses. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about when we say channeling negativity. Now, yeah. in that same light, Matt, how would you say for somebody that's, say, building a, a web design company or something like that, or the people like you know Colonel Sanders with his recipe being told no like a thousand times. Like, how would you appropriate this to someone who's building a brick and mortar or an online shop? Well, you know, it's it's essentially the same thing. You know, it doesn't matter if you MLM or whatever. Maybe your percentage of no is higher than if you're in a traditional business, but you're still gonna if you're going out and you're trying to sell websites or social media or video production or SEO. You're gonna get no, right? And and the crazy thing about this is it's the same. So, like, let's say, um, you know, 
I don't know, you're in uh, credit repair, okay? Let's just talk about credit repair. If you're in the credit repair industry, you know, and you're going out, you stats show that nearly 50% of Americans need credit repair, but you're still gonna, they're still gonna say no to you, even though that mm-hmm. you know that there's a 50-50 chance that they need your services. And so it's the same thing with web design. You know, you look at their website and you're like, you need a new website, you know, because these days having a website's like having a store in the mall. It, if you want to sell something, you need it. So you're going to get no. You just have to understand that it happens. But that's a really good way to turn it into a positive and say, you know, and, and you can actually do these statistics. Like they have these statistics, right? That's a whole, like a click-through rate. I mean, it's all all of the click-through rate, all of the the things that you can get by running a Facebook ad or whatever, like how many people has to be sent or have to be sent to your landing page, right, before someone clicks on the buy button, okay? So let's say you have to send, you know, uh, 100 people before you make one sale. Well, I mean, that's the same thing as getting a no. You have to get 100 no clicks before you get a yes click. And so That's it's the it's, it's the same thing in life, whether if you're selling, you know, toothpaste or, you know, uh, credit repair or websites or social media, video production, whatever, the chances are really high, unless you're in a crazy obscure niche, that the people that you're talking to either want or need or could very much use your service, but they're still going to say no for whatever reason. And you just have to keep going until you get that. Yes. So you can turn it into a game and you can keep your stats and be like, okay, well, I got to get a hundred no clicks or a hundred, you know, or 50 no clicks or 20 no clicks before I get my yes. And so you just, you know, oh, well, that's one. Awesome. I got 10 more to go, you know? And so that's a really good, good way to turn it into a positive. Yes. You know what, Matt? I am so glad that you mentioned that. And since you were touching on credit repair, <laughs> I just want to bring that up for a second here, okay? You know, sort of a shameless plug. But yeah. Okay. Question number one for our audience Who do you know with less than perfect credit? Who do you know? Mm. Um, yeah, okay. You just raised your hand and said, uh, me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because I know, I know you need it, okay? Let's say you do have perfect credit, okay? So let's go back to the question then. Who do you know, okay? So we're looking to do business with either you yourself because let's say you're looking to buy a home or let's say that you're looking to buy a car or let's say that you have crummy, junky, foo-foo credit just because you made some mistakes in your past and now you got a whole bunch of collections on there and stuff like that and they're a few years old but you don't know how to get them off there and they are... They're bludgeoning your credit score and causing you to pay way too much in insurance, right? And all these other things like... Pow, pow, pow. Right. Like, I mean, $100,000 in your pocket or perfect credit. I mean, perfect credit's a bigger asset because you yeah, can man. walk in and write... Right? You can walk into the car dealership. You can walk in... This is, this is the reason why people go to get their car financed through the auto dealership and end up with some 18%... APR because they don't have yep. good enough credit. If you, you know, most people are prime or subprime, you know, 
Yep. You, you want to be excellent. You want to yeah. have excellent credit. Jeff, Jeff, I want to cut you off right there because this this exactly happened to me. And, and this is a great example of it. doesn't matter how much money you make. You can still have not so good credit because if everybody remembers, raise your hand if you remember the crash of 2008. Uh, okay, good. Uh, everybody should be raising their hand. Well, I lost a house. I lost a car right? Because the the career that I had was directly tied to the mortgage industry. So boom, overnight, I don't have a job. I don't have income. That really hurt my credit. So it took me a while to build back up. I started my own business and I'm building things back up. But you know, you're like, well, okay, this this house that you lost, you know, went into foreclosure. That how do you get that off your credit? Okay, so that's always was messing up my credit and the car that I lost at the same time. It's like they came and they towed the house and the car away at the same time. So those are things that I had to deal with because I mean, me and thousands, thousands of other people had to deal with that were still on my credit. Now I didn't know that those things could be removed. I didn't know right. that I could have help for that until, ding, 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 ring the bell. We yes. came into uh, AW Fix Your Credit Repair today. So they actually are helping me and have helped me improve my credit score. This stuff works, guys. So you need to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you wrap this commercial up. Look, if you are interested in improving your credit score like I have, just like Jeff has, go mm -hmm. to fixyourcredittoday.com. And it's not today as in T-O, it's a two. But go in the podcast, the show notes below, click on the link and check it out. They're a great company and they have really, really helped us out. What do you think about that, Jeff? Sound good? Absolutely. Every single negative item on your credit report will be disputed all at the same time. Nothing like any of the competition. You're going to have everything taken off there and you're going to be happy as a lark when it's all said and done. You're going to go back up and get perfect credit once again. Click the link in the show notes below to check it out. Yeah, man. All right. So let's bring us back here and let's wrap this thing out. Negative energy. All right. Don't mm -hmm. listen to the naysayers. Okay. Don't do it. I know it's hard, but they they suck. If they're not supporting you, then they don't need to be in your circle of friends. They don't need to be mm -hmm. there and cheer you on. Because I will tell you one thing, they're gonna be jelly. They're gonna be real jelly when you're after six <laughs> months, a year, when you've busted your ass and now, oh, oh, guess who's making a lot of money? And guess who's doing real good? <laughs> and now they all wanna be your friends. Oh yeah, okay, well no. Your friends then should only be the ones that supported you. So build your circle, your circle of trust, your circle of, of you know, strong people, just a very close-knit group where you're helping them and they're helping you and everybody's helping each other together. And if you can do that, if you can build that really tight-knit group of ass kickers and you're all out yeah. there trying to kick ass together, then it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what anybody say because you're going to have your supporters and at the end of the day, that's all you need. That's right. Your mastermind group that you build is going to be able, you should be able to count them on one hand, okay? And yes. I'm sorry to tell you, but they're probably, like Napoleon Hill says, probably not going to be your brother, your sister, your cousin. They might be. They might be members of your family. You might In luck a rare out case. like I did. I, yeah, exactly. I've got a couple family members that are doing business with me right now, and they are excellent. One of them's a great leader. One of them's a great teacher. I mean, we just got some wonderful people, and I just happen to be fortunate. But chances are, don't let your little feelings get hurt if your brother doesn't want to sign on and join your business. 
or uh, you know come support you and have you do his uh, do do the website for his company instead he goes to some knucklehead he found on Craigslist so but in that same way you know you, once you are successful once you make that change and your lifestyle starts to show what I found and this has been happening to me recently Matthew is that uh, a bunch of people that were negative towards me for a very very long time have noticed that there's a big change in me they've seen my social media see they weren't close to me for a long time but they've been watching me anyway because they know success is going to come my way. They just been waiting for it to happen, right? And so some of yep. those people have actually reached back out to me. So it's incredible how that negativity has turned into something positive. And also, you just want to take the negativity that comes in and turn it into success in your yes. life. So Matthew, what's a what's a good formula for taking negativity and 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 throwing it in the pot with all the other stuff, stirring it up and putting some heat to it and making it into a success? If you have haters, then you know you're doing the right thing. Mm. <laughs> I mean, pretty, yeah. pretty much. I mean, pretty much because uh, there's there's no real like ABC formula, Jeff. But if you know if you have haters, then you're doing the right thing. And and because think about this, it is not common to strive for greatness. Yeah, it's not. So if you're striving for greatness, to improve yourself, to be more, the average American average makes $49,000 a year. If you are striving to do more than that, to make six figures, to make a million dollars a year, you're not common. It's not average, okay? So you're going to have to be fighting against that. And 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 the, the, the formula, my formula for that, Jeff, is just to get that in your mind mm-hmm. and understand that you're going to be one of the few in your group, in your circle, that's going to be striving for greatness. And if you already mm-hmm. understand that and accept that, then you're going to be able to turn that into success. Because if you have enough people hating you, then you're like, well, damn it, I'm doing something right. I got to keep on doing it. And then your haters Absolutely. will end up, end up being your lovers. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And also in the same way, you know, the people that are in your mastermind group, the people that are in your top five, your one hand, um, your one hand of winners that you surround yourself with, um, you're going to want to build on the criticisms that they give you. If they give you negativity, it's coming out of their mouth as a positive. It may hurt. Yes. Um, Matthew helped me with this recently. You know, he exposed me to some information that stung. I mean, it was like, it burned physically. It hurt so much. And it was so, so good for me. That negativity, he didn't say it to hurt me. He said it so that the hurt would lead to a success and to a period of growth. And exactly what he said was going to happen is what happened. He gave me the initial information and it was given to me in in you know a rough format. But that's because your friends shouldn't have to water. Well, not your friends, but your partners shouldn't have to water things down for you. You know, the people that are closest to you in your mastermind group should yep. be giving you the information that you need to hear, whether you like to hear it or not. And you were able to do that with me recently because I was asking for it and it hurt. And what it, the growth that it produced in me was absolutely incredible. So, you know, what I did was I took the criticism and I built on it and it has improved me and caused me to experience the growth that I needed to have in the first place. The thing that was causing me the real pain, which is the failures that weren't leading to successes. There were failures that were leading nowhere. So it wasn't the good kind of failure. It was the bad kind. Um, yeah. But I had an experience recently where I met someone on Instagram 
and we decided it was a very positive interaction. And this person said, "Hey, why don't you check out my ebook?" And so I went and checked out the ebook, and it was riddled with with bad grammar, and it was poorly written. And I just felt like, "Hey, if you just copy paste all this text and run it through a word processor, it'll correct all your sentences." <laughs> and I did, you know, I was a journalism major, so uh, I did copy editing. So I just my eyes were burning while I was watching. I was like, Gosh, "This is hurting me to try to sit here and read this," but I'm gonna go ahead and finish it because I committed to reading it. And so when I got to the end, then the next day we hopped on the phone together and I said, Hey, you know, I just, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I want you to take it the right way because I'm, I'm giving you something that maybe you don't want to hear, but that I feel like you should hear. And unfortunately I hadn't built enough of a relationship with this person for her to be able to accept criticism from me. <laughs> so uh, in the middle of our conversation, while I was telling her what I felt needed to be improved about her ebook, she literally hung up the phone on me. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Well, and then answered my chat again on Instagram. And I said, what happened? Did your battery die? And she said, yeah, something like that. Uh, and I said, uh, you know, and I said, okay, well, um, you know, I was about to, you know, start complimenting you and tell you some things that I liked about it. I just wanted to tell you initially what I felt needed to be changed. And she said, well, you were just coming off as arrogant. And I said, okay. See, if she was in my mastermind group, they wouldn't care if I was being arrogant or not. Okay. She wouldn't care how I came off. She would take the important information that I was trying to transfer to her. She would have taken that pain and done what we're talking about right here, which is channeling it into something positive. And she would have taken that ebook off of the off the internet and corrected it and made it excellent. And she flat out admitted to me that she skipped on sending it through a professional copy editor, she decided to skip on that because she said it was, quote, too expensive. So, Matt, isn't that just exactly yeah. the type of person we don't want to be doing business with anyway? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, <laughs> that th th the point from there is that you have to learn to take, you have to be able to take criticism because there's always going to be in your mastermind group, there's going to be people who are a couple steps behind you, and there's going to be people who are a couple of steps ahead of you in certain things. And if they're a couple of steps ahead of you, they're there because they've earned their way there. And if they can say, hey, you know, I just want to, you know, maybe you could have given her the positive first before the negative, that might've helped. But, you know, you say, hey, you know, look, man, you're doing awesome. But look, I, I kind of see you this there, or you could fix this or whatever. You have to also be, it's, it's like they say, running a business is like being punched in the face repeatedly. You know, sometimes that's from failures and sometimes that's from learning. You, you're learning from all these other people that you're doing shit wrong and you're like, damn it. And you just have to, you just have to have this teachable mentality. Okay. You have to yeah. be strong enough to resist the negativity and fight through those crowds, right? Because you're swimming upstream, but then you have to be pliable enough and soft enough and teachable enough to be able to, when you know that constructive criticism is coming from somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about, you have to not mm. be so proud to just say, okay, I'll listen to it. I don't really like listening to it. Let it sink in a little bit and be like, okay, you're right. And then take that and understand that it's given to you to help you grow even further. That's right. Absolutely. Man, that was money. Heck yeah. Great episode, Matt. Great episode. That's awesome. Take us out, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. So just a couple of things before we go. Uh, number one, we want to hear from you. We actually would like to do a podcast based on a good question that you send us. But we haven't gotten any good questions yet. 
Right, we haven't gotten any yet. <laughs> Not good ones. Well, usually we say, okay, go go listen to episode 31. You're getting behind here. Now, we want you to, if you have listened to every episode up to now and you have a question that we haven't answered that you want us to answer for you, shoot your questions or your opinions to podcast at maniacmentor.com. Now, actually, shoot an email to us at podcast at maniacmentor.com and make sure and let us know if it's a question or if it's a compliment or if it's a criticism. Let us know because, you know, if you feel like there's something we could do better, hey, we got our big boy panties on. We can handle it. So number two, if you're, oh, yeah, I can handle it. <laughs> if you're not currently subscribed on iTunes, Google Play Music or Stitcher Radio, then you and go get your five friends and your mastermind group and go have everybody subscribe so that you guys are all talking about and working with the same information as you build your dream and build your legacy. Just search for Maniac Mentor. Click on the subscribe button on Google Play Music, Stitcher or iTunes. Also, remember, leave us a review on there because it really helps us a lot when it comes to ranking on iTunes. And lastly, if you're you're listening to the podcast, you're getting the tips, you're getting the inspiration, the information, the motivation, but now you've got a responsibility because you didn't pay anything for that. Oh, yeah. All you had to do was do a little clicky-clicky. <laughs> yeah. So what you got to do is you have to live up to it. You got to pay it forward. You have a responsibility to share this with somebody. So like I said, go get your mastermind group. Bring them together. Everybody listen to it. Take some notes. Do it. Pass it on to other people. It's called the power of reciprocity. Let's practice that and share a podcast with everybody you know. Everybody you know. (laughs) All right. This was your Maniac Mentor Monday Motivation Podcast with Matt and Jeff. We are Audi 5000. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good day, and a great evening. Be blessed, stay motivated, and most of all, stay focused, my Maniac Mentors. We'll catch you on the flip side of another week. Later. Booyah. Be sure and visit ManiacMentor.com and follow him on Instagram at ManiacMentor.